What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today. I uh, spent the week filling in on the lowdown up here in Sacramento and actually spent some time talking about the Warriors and the Celtics. The Celtics have come out and said that Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are both healthy and good to go, ready for training camp. And I think the Celtics are the second best team in the league. And that's something I'm going to talk about next. Coming up, Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I spent the week filling in on the low down, the midday show up here in Sacramento. You guys can also get it uh, down in the Bay, most parts of the Bay, on 1140 AM on your dial. You can also download the KHTK app if you're ever interested to hear my thoughts when I'm on one of their shows. We did a piece about, or a segment about, the Celtics, because it came out earlier this week that they believe Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are going to be healthy and good to go. And I think the Celtics are the second best team in the league, especially after the Rockets made a number of kind of confusing moves this offseason, moves I don't agree with, and the Lakers being the Lakers right now with that cast of goofballs, whatever you want to call them, I don't know. Uh, But we're going to get to that. It's a segment with myself and Jason Ross, and then uh, some Warriors news happened today. And we will get to that also. So all that's coming up next. Going to take a quick break and then throw to that segment here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. There's more talk coming out of Boston. We're still a month away or so from from camps getting going in the NBA. A little bit less than a month, actually. Um, But the Boston Celtics, I think, are going to have a really good team. They had a good team last year. But incorporating Kyrie Irving back into a full season mode and Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward obviously missed the entirety of the season, Gordon. basically. Um, apparently, both guys are ready. And where do you see Boston then? Kind of amongst Whew. the NBA elite, or if we just start first with the Eastern Conference? Uh, top of the Eastern Conference, second best team in the league. Mm-hmm. Like I like that clear right, cut. Yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. Houston, the, team, the players Houston lost uh, between Ariza and Bob Mute and replacing them with, you know, Carmelo Anthony and... Tyler Ennis or James Ennis, one of the Ennis brothers. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be as good, at least as far as a matchup with the Warriors goes. And to make it to the finals, right. they're most likely going to have to face the Warriors. The Celtics have the depth, and they have the depth at the right positions. Because we kind of saw with the Rockets last year, and maybe the Warriors have it figured out now, or who knows. But you play that switching defense. You have a lot of wings, and that's why Mbamute and Ariza were important, because they had the ability to do that. The Celtics now have Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, all guys capable of doing that. Al Horford, very underrated defender. Uh, underrated overall, but you think of Al Horford as an offensive player. He's a good defender. Maybe Boogie, depending on how he comes back, you know that would be a good matchup for him. I don't know. But I think they're clear-cut number two, and they've played the Warriors well for the last couple years, yeah. honestly. So I think I think they're they're definitely the clear cut number two in the NBA if still healthy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Demarcus out of this equation just for a moment for the Warriors. But if we Don't give you dare. the Hampton Five, right? The, yeah, the lineup, the death lineup, the lineup that just has been tried and tested and true for the Warriors is what Curry, Thompson, 
Durant, Iguodala, and Draymond. Mm-hmm. All right, there's no, there's guys that are bigger, but there's no true post, right? Yeah. yeah. So the group you just talked about, I mean, I'm, okay, you just kind of go across the board and whether they literally match up, but Kyrie and Steph. All right, then you look at an ability to play probably Jalen Brown in that group, maybe Hayward, maybe Tatum and Horford, and you're like, okay, I mean, th- there's things that you point to the Warriors and you go, yeah, that's probably better, but is it a lot? I mean, and that's a switch on everything. Maybe mm-hmm. Marcus Smart plays more. Maybe it's – I mean, they have so much more depth and flexibility yeah. uh, than a lot of other teams, and I think that's what Boston's strength is ultimately going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's just off the top of my head, too. Right. If I have the roster up, I'm sure I can find other players that are capable of playing. Uh, they didn't resign Greg Monroe because they drafted Robert Williams, who has had some minor problems already with showing up. And, you know, if we really chalk it up to his – phone alarms not going off and he gets it together fine but he's a great uh great athlete great potential mm-hmm. so he could be a big part of the team also marcus morris still tough yeah right they still have yeah um they've got you mentioned marcus smart rosier i mean just another depth mm-hmm. the point guard mm-hmm. who actually had a really good season i mean they had they have a wave and then they could try different things baines i mean that's probably not ideal against the warriors but i don't know do you try to match up with them or be different i, I you know ojale can play a little bit it mentioned the drafted Robert Williams. Right, yeah, Ojale, he's been solid for him. He's he's another option at least. And with widely a widely regarded and respected head coach. Yeah, he's all right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's tops. I mean, he's he's up there with one of the best in the league. I'd put him up there top five, however you however you want to break it down, he's he's up there. What about so it's that clear in the east, so I, I still wonder about Toronto. I know Toronto had some disappointment last year in adding Kawhi, certainly is going to make them better. And then Philly, just another year of experience. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you know, they have some pretty high-level talent. They definitely do. I'm worried about some of the losses they had, though, mm-hmm. uh, on their team. You know, uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? Bellinelli, they obviously yeah. lost. And um, I know. we're Ilyasova? Ilyasova right. and Bielitsa, who they brought oh, in right, to, they they to replace Ilyasova. Bielitsa, new, new king, shout out. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't, I mean, what have they added to their team? I like Landry Shamit, who they drafted. He's a guy who can shoot, so maybe they hope he can take that that uh, Bellinelli spot. But I think Chandler Wilson Chandler's their best. Yeah, yeah. They they trade for him. Addition, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And then I think what they might say is Markel Fultz, right? Is a healthy mm-hmm. version yeah. of him. Yeah. Whatever that we don't know what that is yet in the NBA. But I mean, if your your starting lineup is still going to be what Covington, Sarich, Embiid, um, Redick. Redick. And Simmons. And, I mean, that's that's pretty nice. It's good, yeah. It's and, not as deep as Boston, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty good. And if the decision was Redick or Bellinelli and Ilyasova, I'd take Redick. Yeah, they that's made the, the right, right, right decision yeah. for sure. But, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't deal, I can't pick them. I can't, I've only seen one year of it. Yeah. I've only seen one year of it. I like Brett Brown, but is he as good as Brad Stevens as a coach? No. Uh, are they as deep as the Celtics? No, and we've seen the Celtics make the play. Hell, they made the Eastern Conference Finals, missing you know two of right. their best players last right. year. So who knows? Maybe Philly does take that next step, but I just haven't seen it yet. So it's hard for me to to really be all in on. You know who I really like though, the Indiana Pacers. Really? Yeah. Like in, in what? What? Like in that very next tier? If or you tell me with that they're in the Eastern Conference Finals with the Celtics, I would say yeah, probably. Okay, why is that? Uh, well, first off, uh, Oladipo. Mm-hmm. I mean, give Russell Westbrook all the credit, right? Sure. Because he taught him how to do it. Uh, but, no, Oladipo is a beast. 
great defensive player. They have depth. Sabonis has worked out also, which I didn't think would happen. Miles Turner I like a lot. They have the ability to play uh, big with both those guys. They have the ability to go smaller. Uh, Sabonis can shoot also. He's not just a post-up big or anything like that. They also added guys like Kyle O'Quinn, uh, Doug McDermott. Whether he's overpaid or not, the guy can come in and hit some threes for Tyreek. you. Tyreek, yeah, mm-hmm. like they they definitely added some depth, and I think they're going to be good. You know, they kind of surprised. I think people actually they really gave Cleveland fits, obviously in that series. But um, Oladipo was just so terrific. I mean, he was really amazing, and that's a team that I feel like still goes under the radar a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Washington, I think, is kind of in there. <sighs> uh, Toronto. Cleveland's the one that Damian and I have differed on the most. He thinks they'll still be a pl- – I, I think they're going to plummet. Even though Cleveland? there's a, Yeah, I think there's a lot of playoff experience, but a lot of that is obviously is attached to LeBron. But I think – I think they're going to have a I, tough time. I'm, I kind of side with Damian. Really? I think we'll see some vintage Kevin Love, mm-hmm. some of the – Which know, is what they need. Yeah, some of the not just, hey, stand in the corner Kevin yeah. Love, which is a Nobody big gripe I have. Nobody puts love in the corner. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, I want to think of other love jokes. I can't right now. What's love got to do with it, Charles? Yeah. Oof, you, damn it, Jason. Okay. <laughs> I do like Sexton, though. Colin Sexton adding him. I thought that was a nice draft pick. You don't like him? No, there's just a Sexton love joke somewhere oh, yeah. in there. No, that I can't, I can't I think of it right yeah, now. No, there's somewhere. There. I'll get back to you guys next segment with that. Yeah. I'm going to think of it. <laughs> no, I do like Sexton. I also think George Hill, even though, look, ridiculously overpaid. Shout out, Kings. But he can still be uh, serviceable, can still do good things for for the team. I just think they're in the terrible Eastern Conference. So mm-hmm. are you telling me a 37-win eighth seed is out of their reach? I don't think so. Yeah, but that's, that is a big drop-off, though, if it's 37 oh, yeah. wins. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, but I just think the, they could be a playoff team while still gotcha. being pretty bad in the yeah. East. Um, but I also think Kevin Love is, is really solid. I think we'll see – We'll we'll get to see the Kevin Love that will remind us of oh yeah that's why you trade the number one overall pick for him right and I have a huge gripe with LeBron James turning you know twenty six and thirteen guys into spot up shooters Chris <laughs> Bosh Kevin Love but yeah. whatever who's he going to do that to in the Lakers I don't know that they had that guy yet not yet yeah well Javale I mean good clearly point. good point unbelievable that's the weirdest thing to me and I know we've it's probably been talked to death but like. Lance Stevenson signs anywhere besides Indy. Ooh, that guy's a head case. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Rondo, being pretty much run out from every team he's been on. Uh, Beasley, revived his career with the Knicks last year, but at the same time, like, wears watches on his ankle and does weird interviews. Yeah. JaVale McGee, serviceable with four All-Stars on the floor. Right. And the Lakers and Magic are just like, you know what, can we, is that like a group deal we can get on all four of them? Like, teams get killed for signing one of these guys, and they get all four? Like, I, Well, I thought people had killed. Like, some people think it's going to yeah. be a, a mess. I don't know. Well, yes, some people have killed them, but just, like, what is? what are they thinking? Right. <laughs> like, how do you? How is it going to work? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Again, the camp for the Kings, I mean, it's it's less than a month away. I mean, football's just getting ready to start, and the NBA is about a month away. I forget. It might have been yesterday, so maybe it's down to 49 days now, but. I saw a tweet, 50 days till opening night, man. I oh, until the season star- yeah. actually yeah. starts. Yeah. yeah, we've got preseason. But, yeah, camps with less than a month away, man. I can't wait. Preseason basketball is a tough one. Not as bad as football and not as bad. As- training camp's okay. Because at least uh, you'll see training. the starters for yeah, they play quite 20 minutes, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And they've most of them have dropped it down to six games or five yeah. games. There used to be eight, and it's like, eh, it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited, man. It's almost here. So there it is. Little... 
NBA talk during the slowest NBA time of the year. Man, I cannot wait for it to get going again. I am so bored. Don't get me wrong. The A's have been awesome and a lot of fun. Baseball is just, it's only so interesting. Preseason football is, I'm excited for about the first five minutes of the first game. And then after that, I'm just over it. I need the NBA back. I need the Warriors back. But anyways, we were talking about the Celtics during that segment with Jason Ross there. Shout out, Jay Ross. We, I think we agreed the Celtics are the number two team in the NBA behind the Warriors. And the interesting part is whether or not, and it's a small worry. I don't think it's necessarily a worry. It's a factor. It's kind of like, will DeMarcus fit in with the Warriors? Will Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward be able to work together? I say yes. I mean, there's no reason to think otherwise. Health, obviously, considering they both had season-ending injuries last year, matters. Uh, Would hope they can stay healthy just for their sake and the team's sake, but they have a bunch of wings, man. They got a bunch of wings that are solid defenders that can switch, and they've always played the Warriors well. And maybe it helps the Warriors lock in a little better, a, a new challenge for them, or maybe not, who knows. But just hearing they were healthy, they're a team that I'm pretty high on, but not... Sold on, if that makes sense. I don't think it does. That was kind of dumb. I'm kind of dumb, so whatever. But I I like the Celtics. I think they're better than any other Western Conference team besides the Warriors. We'll see what happens with the Sixers. I'm still not... I mean, they have their deficiencies also. But the Celtics, man, look out. Celtics-Warriors could be, could be the finals matchup. I'd be interested in that. So the next piece of news that came out today, David West has retired from the NBA after 15 years. Won a championship with the Warriors for the last two years. And I don't know about you guys, I'm always... Look, the four All-Stars or five All-Stars now, obviously you're the headliners, and they're great, and you can't win without them, and all that good stuff. But I always like role players also. And David West had such a well-rounded career from being a star in uh, New Orleans. I was about to say Charlotte. Um star in New Orleans, a leader and good player in Indy, role player and veteran with the Spurs and then the Warriors. And that's the funniest part, too, when it comes to people, you know, bitching about Kevin Durant like Clyde did earlier, which I'm not even going to get to because it's so stupid and I don't care what any old head has to say about KD. Uh, David West, didn't he, he proved he didn't care about the money. And it's easier to do when you've made $100 million in your career like he has, but he could have made another 10, 20, however much. I know he opted out of 10 at least and then could have gotten paid more on the free agent market uh, after. But he opted out of 10 to sign for the minimum with the Spurs. He was fine there. I don't know how much he liked being with the Spurs or Popovich. You know, Popovich is an acquired taste. And he decided to make the move to the Warriors to quote-unquote ring chase. And I hate the idea that ring chasing has a negative connotation because isn't that what they're all doing? Every single player in the NBA is ring chasing. So goes to the Warriors as a leader, a contributor. He was a big contributor in 2017, a little less this year, but still was able to come in and contribute and be a major locker room presence. One of the things that I have thought about was with DeMarcus coming in because part of what David West did and had was the respect of Draymond Green. When David West told Draymond to chill out, guess what Draymond did? He chilled out. 
he could kind of he had the ear of Draymond, which is not an easy thing to do. And I thought he would have been able to help with DeMarcus also, if it's needed. I don't know if it will be. But it felt like he would have been a good person to have around to keep them in line, I guess. And that might not even be the right term because they're both grown men also. But when they do get wild, to to rein them back in. But again, I don't know if he wanted to play anymore or if the Warriors wanted to give him a roster spot just for that. Not that he couldn't contribute anymore, but... He's, what, 37, 38? His skills were declining. But he was a great role player for the uh, Warriors and a great personality. I'm going to throw to my favorite moment from David West Warriors' career and maybe his entire NBA career. Uh, Personally, I'm biased, though, and I think you all know what it is. It's that epic speech he gave after the 2017 NBA Finals, and I'm going to throw that right now. 14 years, yes, sir. almost a 1,000 games, oh man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been a long journey, and it feels great to get here. It feels better than I thought it would, all honesty. You know, it's not about being the number one or number two or getting all the shots. That stuff's irrelevant. It's about winning. It's about being a part of a journey. It's about being a part of every single step, and it's about winning, accomplishing the goal. We set a lofty goal for ourselves at the beginning of the year. And we talked about just winning the championship every single day. So we had no days off. We had no option not to work. Everybody's in the weight room. Everybody's on the court. And that's what it's about. It's about the work. Somebody else could have been here. But it's about being a part of a special group, putting together the right type of people. And that's what we did. You gave up a lot of money. (laughs) I understand that. I understand that. With this opportunity. Yes. But look, Mathieu. You can't take it with you. The Egyptians learned that. You can't bury and take the the treasures with you. So it's about the small things in life, the accomplishments, man. It's about winning. And we set a goal. We worked every single day toward that goal, and nobody can ever take that away from us straight up. We won. We worked. You see guys with all-world talent sacrificing. You see guys who can do anything they want every single day, yet they come in the gym. Days off, we're in the gym. No excuses with this group. That's what I'm most proud of. You don't know how hard these guys work. Kevin Durant is great because he works. Draymond is great because he works. Steph is great because he works, not because it's given to him. They work straight up. There it is. One of the all-time greatest post-championship interviews. I mean, just greatest interviews, quotes ever. Uh, David Aldridge tweeted out, the passion David West brought to the court, the locker room, the practice floor, and everywhere else is on display here, which is why this is one of my all-time favorite interviews. Uh, I didn't mention before it was an interview with David Aldridge after winning the, winning the championship. It was just awesome. One of my favorite moments. David West has the ability to go into whatever he wants, really, after, after basketball. And that's something that he mentioned uh, earlier in January. And he's just an incredibly deep, smart young man. And he doesn't want to limit himself to basketball. But if he decides he wants to be in the front office or be a coach, he will do that immediately. There will be offers for him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors give him an offer to be a uh, coach or, or work in the front office. And who knows what David West decides to do. Whatever he wants to do, he's going to do. Because that's just the kind of person he is. If he decides he just wants to run a boxing gym in North Carolina, because I believe he has one there, that's what he's going to do. Uh, but earlier this offseason, 
He said he looks forward to other business ventures. This is a quote from him. I don't feel like this is the pinnacle of my existence. I've been fortunate to have a good professional basketball career, but I'll be under 40 years old when this is all said and done with. I hopefully got another 40 plus years of life left. That's another opportunity to ascend to another realm and be great at something else. That's sort of how I look at life. I don't look at this as it's it for me. I think for a lot of people, that's their mindset. I've invested in myself, meaning I can move into any, to, into many different fields and have an understanding of many different fields. Dude is real. Like, I mean, that guy is real and just an incredible teammate, uh, incredible personality. I'm going to miss him personally. And also, I mean, not to diminish what he did on the court. He was one hell of a con- contributor for two different championship teams. And uh, Bob Myers was asked about it and said there should be a picture in the dictionary of David West under pros pro. He's one of the most decent people I've ever met. His depth of character is unmatched. We are all better for having spent the last two years with him. There is no doubt the best is ahead of him. And Steve Kerr said David was a consummate professional throughout his entire career and was a huge presence in our locker room the last two years. The respect that he commanded was palpable every single day he walked in the door and the leadership that he provided to our team was critical to our success. He had the unique ability to connect with both the veteran and young players, and the mentoring he provided to our younger group was invaluable. The consistency that he displayed at a high level on the court for 15 years was amazing and a testament to his hard work and dedication. He is a true champion in every sense of the word. I mean, there it is. And Dave, uh, Steve brought up something uh, that I mentioned, too. The respect that he commanded from, from vets and young, young players is something that will be missed, amongst many other things. Uh, outpouring of love for him on Twitter from former teammates and uh, just other NBA players. The guy is incredibly respected throughout the NBA, throughout all of basketball. Uh, Also one of the realest tough guys in the NBA. Uh, One of the last guys you'd want to mess with. All all first-team goon squad, all first-team back alley. Uh, But like like Bob Myers said, also one of the the kindest people you could ever meet. So shout-out David West on a great career and contributing to two great championship teams. Who knows what's next, but I also want to say this. If he decides to stick around in the Bay Area, it might be a good idea because he is a legend here in the Bay Area. You win a couple championships with the Warriors, man, in the role that he did, probably never going to have to buy another meal. But David West, again, congratulations. So that will do it for Locked On Warriors. Thank you guys for sticking around. It's been a slow week as far as news and 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 things like that is concerned. I'm going to try and get one more out this week. And once it starts picking up, man, we're going to go back to daily five five times a week. So I can't wait for that because there will actually be basketball to talk about. But right now we're, we're just scraping along. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Come back next time to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.